delve into the inspiring stories of educators. We interview those in the education profession to discover which teachers left a lasting impact on their lives and propel them to embrace the noble profession that all other professions are born from. I'm your host, Mr. Stubblefield, guiding you through this journey of inspiration. We'll explore the day-to-day realities of being an educator, shedding light on the triumphs and challenges that shape the classroom experience. Join us as we uncover what it takes to be the favorite teacher of your favorite teacher. Okay, okay, okay. Welcome back to another episode of your favorite teacher's favorite teacher. Now, I have a new up-and-coming amazing teacher on the horizon with us today. I'm so happy to have this uh, young lady with us today because uh, working with her in the short time that I have, like, I see some amazing things coming in her future. Uh, but without any further ado, I'll let her introduce herself. Could you introduce yourself to the audience? My name is Kiva Ori, and I am a long-term sub at Wood Creek Junior High School here in Katy, Texas. Uh, that's a, a long-term sub. She is amazing. She's just as good as a lot of our new teachers that we have out right now. And uh, like I say, it's 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 an honor to actually have her on the podcast right now, uh, knowing that in the future you probably gonna be somebody's teacher of the year, and <laughs> and I got to have her on the podcast before that even happened. <laughs> so um, as we start off the podcast, the first thing I'd like to ask everybody is about their journey into becoming an educator you're you're like still on that journey which is a great thing so for those people who are looking to be a part of education want to be a teacher talk to them about this journey that you're on currently to become a teacher from the moment that you decided that hey I want to do this uh as a full-time job to where you're at right now could you tell them what that's like Wow. Uh, My journey is very unique. Uh, Not even you know most of it. Okay. (laughs) Uh, I was married to a former professional ball player, um, and I was a stay-at-home mom for, geez, 17, 18 years. I was a primary caregiver for my daughter who has passed. Um, she passed away in 2011, so I still had my my 11 year old son to still continue to raise. So he left, went off to college, and I found myself uh, speaking in different areas, different uh, places, churches. Okay. Primarily, uh, became a mentor to a lot of my mentees. Um, picked up public speaking. I'm now a pub, uh, published author. Awesome. Uh, so my public speaking picked up, and then, like everybody else, COVID came and put a stop to all of that. Oh, okay. Um, so you can't make a living just doing Zooms. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
So I, I ended up, I know, right? <laughs> I ended up in education because of that. And um, what, what you really don't know is last year, uh, which was my first full-time year right. uh, as a long-term sub, it was my first job. What? Ever. No. Ever. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've never, like, this lady is extremely professional. Like, I would have never thought that. For real, for real. Yeah. Oh, wow. So, oh, wow. all those tough times and me wanting to pull my hair out. And <laughs> there was a reason for that. Wow. Yeah. Oh, you know what? You said you're a published author. You want to plug your book? Absolutely. Um, Glamour Sacrifice, Life in the Shadow of Championships uh, by me. Uh, it really is kind of oxymoronic. Um, there's nothing glamorous about sacrifice no, or sacrificing. And it is, it is my life journey with my daughter and taking care of her. Oh, and wow. It explains her, um, her diagnosis and brings awareness to that. Ooh. And uh, I ultimately founded a uh, 501c3 okay. in her honor. So, That's awesome. yeah, I go all over, bringing awareness, teaching, and in a different way. Right, right, right. <laughs> of course. Now I've found myself in the classroom teaching uh, middle schoolers. Yes, middle schoolers. Anybody teaching middle school, you are the strongest human beings on this planet. Absolutely. Those middle schoolers, they are <laughs> definitely different. They are um, challenging. And, and this brings us to the next portion of the podcast. Um, what, I, what I call this portion of the podcast is the yin and yang. You know, there are goods and bads of being an educator. Mm -hmm. And in this time of you working in education as a teacher i've seen them i've seen your good days i've seen your bad days what i'd like you to do is talk to the audience about you know some days that you're like like you said wanting to pull out your hair just one example of that and then to brighten it up afterwards one of those days where you were in the classroom and you said you know what this is where i was meant to be this is the profession for me because of this day. Could you share a story with the audience? Well, let's see. Uh, last year, by it being my first full year mm -hmm. uh, in the classroom, was very challenging, and I got it from every angle. Uh, that your first, It was just your first year teaching. It's going to get better. It's going to get better. And I literally, there were days that I felt like I'm going to drown. Like, yes. I'm going to drown. And I had some of my other educator friends laughing at me because I was like, I don't understand. I got to answer emails. I got to talk to parents. I got to do this. I got to go to meetings. I got to respond to this and do 504s and who yeah. know who has accommodations. Where do I teach? Yes. Yeah. So, but the beauty of it is that there are students that really, really, really have responded to me well. And it makes me feel good as an educator, um, even without the credentials just yet, mm -hmm. um, that I am making a difference. And that feels good. 
that is very gratifying. Yeah, yeah. So, and and you you say you have teacher friends, but um, oh, I'm gonna share with the uh, share with the audience <laughs> that you also shared with me that your mother yes. was also an educator. Can you talk about like some of those conversations that you had with her? about like the differences between what you're going through and what she had to go through during her time? Absolutely. I, I come from a long line of educators. My mother, my grandmother, aunts, uh, it's all in my family. But my mom calls to check on me every single day. How was it today? <laughs> Did you survive today? <laughs> but what's really interesting is, one, uh, the pay is so different. My right. mother, I grew up in Alabama. Mm -hmm. Her pay was just right at $30,000 a year. Mm. Wow. With three kids. Wow. A divorcee. Ooh. Yeah, that's tough. Ooh. That's tough. So here I am, 52 years old, I learning all the details of her life at that time. It's like, I have a totally different respect for how she led and the um, the issues that she had to deal with and how she handled them. Um, they weren't always correct, if you will, but it was the best that she could do at that time. And I just, I'm like, Mom, my hat's off to you, <laughs> bowing down, because I leave that school some days and it's like, I, I just don't see how she did it. Not on that salary, but thank God for progression. Yes. And um, parents understanding now that, um, you know, teachers are more than essential. Very much. Very much. <laughs> more than essential. Yeah. So. When, <laughs> when those parents had to have their kids at During, the dinner yeah, table and seeing. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, yes, that I they mean, know. It's, it's an eye opener. <laughs> yeah. I, I when when uh, when I was teaching those students, uh, I would meet a lot of the parents come back to me and like, wow, mm -hmm. I I, mm -hmm. I see mm -hmm. what what you're going through, mm -hmm. and like one of the things with this podcast too is that I want to open up the door to everybody to see, mm -hmm. you know, the stories that we have as educators right. so that, yes, you, you might have felt it back then, but mm -hmm. now, here, three years later, mm -hmm. we're still going through it, you Absolutely. know? And so that's one of the things with this podcast that I wanted to do is, is shed that light, open the door, allow people to share their stories with everyone else. And with that, it brings us to the next portion of the podcast, the, the namesake of the podcast, your favorite teacher's favorite teacher. Uh, and like I said, this lady here, she's going to be a lot of people's favorite teacher. And so even, even now, I've heard kids say that you were their favorite teacher, Aww. that you know the, the young man, DJ, Oh, oh yes. Yeah. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. Yes. Not saying any last names, but <laughs> we, we, she's already had some students who think that she's uh, their favorite teacher. Actually, there are some that I have learned. It's like that one, that mm -hmm. one you keep coming back for. Yeah. And it's like 
just seeing their progress and it's it's amazing. It's a really it is. Good I mean, it, it, um, I, I I have buddies. Um, the previous episodes, I have buddies that's been doing this for twenty five years, and wow. like this is that what you just talked about going back and trying to reach those kids and then finally getting them mm -hmm. like that's the motivation to drive Absolutely. to continue doing this and mm -hmm. and you and I have had conversations about this too it's like as you go along this journey it, as an educator that part of that one kid that you never thought that you reach comes back and leaves that little note on your desk Absolutely. saying wow you made a difference like mm -hmm. that's what this is about this yeah. is this this is awesome so i'd like for you to share with our audience today who was that person for you when you were coming up who influenced you wow. as a, which teacher influenced you? um i wish i could say my mother um no offense mom <laughs> <laughs> My mom did not teach me, but she did teach at the same high school oh, wow. that I went to. Um, but I, for me, there were two teachers, and they were both English teachers. Okay. Um, my ninth and tenth grade English teachers. Um, my ninth grade teacher was Chris Thompson, who is no longer with us. Okay. And my tenth grade English teacher, Evelyn Mims, who just recently passed away. Um those women were the epitome of education. <laughs> they poured in. Actually, uh, my 10th grade English teacher, Mrs. Mims, taught my father, taught, oh, wow. my, taught his sister, my aunt. Wow. And she lived right across, right around the corner from my grandmother. <laughs> so there was nothing that I could get away with. She knew my potential. She knew the stock, if you will, uh, that I came from. Uh, so I was pushed harder than most. Uh, they pushed, but I was pushed extra hard and couldn't get away with anything. Right. And uh, as a result of that, uh, my ninth grade teacher talked to my mother. She wanted to um, enter me into oratorical contest. And my mom said, sure, I don't mind. If she wants to do it, you know, go ahead. So I agreed. I practiced and practiced and practiced every single day. And I was like, I'm not sure I really want to do this anymore. She said, nope, the contest is right around the corner. We're going to do it. I won at the district level. Wow. Well, I'm sorry, the local level, district, state, and national level. National. Wow. <laughs> so it was an eye-opener for me um, to continue and like, wow, it kept building confidence, kept building my confidence. And uh, that, of course, went on to other things. I uh, went to college for communications, broadcast journalism, and I started a family early, so I never got to really begin a career in that. But I use all of my skills uh, that I learned along the way, writing skills, speaking skills, all of that. So. Um, I have a heart of service, and I don't know that I've ever expressed that to you, um, where I love helping people. I love um, being connected and making a difference in my community. And after COVID, 
I was like, you know, this is going to be a slow drip trying to essentially start over right. uh, with my public speaking. Um, so what can I do? Right? I can teach. I, I think I can do that. We'll, <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> so here I am. This is what my, yeah, it's like two and a half years. Yes. Yeah, second, yeah. second year. And those two and a half years have flown by, right? They have. They really wow. have. I've learned so much. I hope that my students have learned just as much as I have. <laughs> uh, but uh, it has shown me and given me a totally different respect for my friends who are educators right. uh, and in administration. Um, amazing work. Amazing yes. work full time it doesn't stop no it doesn't, doesn't stop it does but not. for uh for them and even you to show up not only professionally at at work mm -hmm. but then to turn around and be there full time for your family mm -hmm. show up for your friends uh it's hard to juggle all that but you all do it and you do it effectively Meanwhile, I'll, I'll, I'll learn to do that <laughs> at some point. Like I said, I'll learn. I'm still learning. Well, and, and like I said, it, this, this uh, journey that you're on right now, it's, um, it's an amazing journey. It's, you have, just like your, the teacher that you described saw that in you, mm -hmm. like I can see it in you, working with mm -hmm. you, I can see that you have what it takes to be a fantastic teacher. You have the drive, you have the heart, and your heart is huge. You talk about uh, service, yeah. like you didn't have to tell me. I, I can see it, I can see it in you. And, and to me, that's what makes an educator that top tier level. One that's, that, that is willing to give of themselves to make sure that their students are good absolutely um and like the one theme that i'm seeing throughout all of these conversations so far that i've had about your teacher's favorite teacher mm -hmm. is the legacy that is created absolutely. because uh, what you what you said about what your teacher did with you mm -hmm. to uh get you into that mm -hmm. or or oratorical <laughs> being able to speak to people okay for those of for those of you out there like me that need a layman somebody that can talk in front of people <laughs> you just come sit in on my english class <laughs> <laughs> but and, and, and that's the thing it's she saw that in you absolutely and that fed into you and she created this individual who then took that to the next level and became a speaker, right. a published author. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And and she created that legacy that's going to live on, on top of the fact that you are going to do that multiplied by all of the students that you touch Absolutely. in your lifetime. So that's, I mean... That to me is is amazing. Mm -hmm. Now we're going to move into the last portion of the podcast today. Um, we're going to talk. Uh, this portion of the podcast is what I like to call um, a word or a phrase, 
and I pick a word or a phrase in education that I think relates to the individual that I'm talking to. Um, and uh, to give you guys a little background, Miss Ori has a uh, motivational Monday. Is that what Mindset you call it? Mindset Monday. Yes. Mindset Monday, where she talks to her students and she gives them this, uh, these words of affirmation, of motivation, and, and get them to start thinking about how to make themselves better. Uh, not just based in the content that they're learning Absolutely. in her class, but something to make them better as a person once they leave outside of the classroom. And to me, like, it, it, this is why I was excited about having you on a podcast, because to me, as educators, yes, we educate our content, but those educators who go above and beyond try to ensure that those individuals who are in our service, that we service, mm -hmm. uh, are able to do something beyond the content that Absolutely. we're teaching Absolutely. to become better people, individuals. Mm -hmm. And you do this with your Mindset Mondays. So that's a little background behind the word that, that I chose for Ms. Ori today, which is uh, motivation, like motivating our students. Can you talk to our audience about your feelings about the importance of being able to motivate your students to uh, be better than what they are? Well, I started Mindset Mondays because, um, just to give a little context, um, last year I taught advanced English. This year I'm teaching an elective reading intervention. And I noticed that the, the attitude towards the class was just not the same as it was with a core, core uh, curriculum class. Right. And that bothered me because anything we do, I don't care how big or how small you think it may be, we still need to give it 150, 200%. So I want my students to take my class seriously. Yes. I had some to, <laughs> sorry, are we having an exam in here that, yes, you are. Yes, <laughs> just like you are in all of your other classes. So when I started to see that um, low morale, if you will, uh, I was like, you know what? Mm -mm. We have to start talking about some attributes that are going to not only help you in the classroom, but help you well beyond, and whether you go to college or not. This right. is going to help you as a person. Right. And so we talk about things like goals, setting goals, being disciplined, being focused, not being distracted, um, how important your attitude uh, is when it comes to anything that you do. You know, even coming in here to this classroom, if you're moping and you got bad energy, <laughs> guess what? Well, you're not going to have a great learning day. Exactly. So exactly. Uh, that's where it all began. And every Monday, we go over why I do Mindset Mondays. And the answer is always to get your mindset for the week. Exactly. And that is the answer. Your, your days will follow how you think. Right. 
And and to me, I think that that's something that can be scaled into every mm-hmm. class. You know, it doesn't have to be a full blown forty five minute right class. It could be a good five, five minutes, minutes at the beginning of class, yeah. and, absolutely, and having these conversations with your students. So for those educators out there, understand the importance behind something like a mindset Monday because we have to build the whole student not just what they need to learn in that content but also what they need to learn as an individual so with that being said this this brings us to the very end of our podcast uh and what I like to do at the very end is just give the guests an opportunity to let the audience know where they can find you if you have any of the social medias uh uh once again if you want to plug your book uh i I give you the floor to to do that and talk to the audience i do on facebook i am kiva devel ori uh twitter at kd ori and ori is spelled h-o-r-r-y so it's at k-d is in david h-o-r-r-y and uh, what's the other one? Your book? Instagram. No. Oh, Instagram. Instagram. Same okay. thing. <laughs> At KD Ori. Uh, and my book, again, it can be um, purchased at kivaori.com or amazon.com. Uh, it is entitled Glamorous Sacrifice Life in the Shadow of Championships. Awesome. Well, thank you again for showing You're up and welcome. helping us with this podcast. Uh, That's a wrap. Thank you. Thank you. Peace. Thank you. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode of your favorite teacher's favorite teacher podcast. If you have a story you'd like to share, please contact me at wdstubblefield at wdsi.us. Again, that is wdstubblefield at wdsi.us. And you could be our next inspirational story of how educators impact our lives. I'm your host, Mr. Stubblefield, and I want you to remember, no profession is possible without your favorite teacher.